Do you know that right now, as of the time of this recording, so January 11th, 2024, there are 428 units or spaces that have been set aside here in the United States as national parks, national monuments, national battlefields, national trails. These are places where we can go to recreate and explore. These are places where we can go to learn. And these are places where we can go to really connect with all of these amazing, special, beautiful places that are set aside for us. It's incredible. And I'm really excited because today I was able to talk to Ash Nudd. Ash is the founder of Dirt in My Shoes. She's a former park ranger and, uh, and, and she helps people plan their trips to national parks. And I loved having this conversation with her. Ash is actually going to be presenting at our upcoming virtual summit in May, and she's going to be talking about planning your trip and how to plan your trip to the national park. And so I'm really excited. I hope you enjoy my conversation with her. And if you want to learn more about our virtual summit and how you can join us either in person for the event or how you can watch uh, all of the all the presentations after the event on your own time, um, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com to learn more. But for now, I'll let you enjoy my conversation with Ash. I think everyone who's been a park ranger has some stories to share about experiences that they've had while working in the national parks, national monuments. Um, once I spent a, uh, a tornado in a bathroom with a bunch of rangers <laughs> at a national park, and that was like the the high point of our trip. Um <laughs> So tell me, can you share like one, one wild uh, park ranger story? I was trying to think, I mean, I think mostly what surprised me when I became a park ranger is like how mean people can be. I don't think that. And so like, I have a lot of experiences, especially like regarding wildlife uh-huh. And telling people not to get too close and just seeing people get yep. too close. And yeah. Yeah, so I, re- I remember once, and this is like the very beginning of my career as a park ranger, uh-huh. but I was at Grand Teton National Park and um, there was a man who was trying to photograph a moose and he was just like, he was way too close to the moose anyway. But, um, and so I was like trying to, not shout, but kind of, he was further away from me than I would have liked yeah, and yeah. Too close to the moose. And I didn't want to spook the moose. And so I was just, you know, one of those like stage shouting, <laughs> trying to, trying to just um, tell him that he needed to back off. He needed to get away. And he was like swearing at me and he would like flip the bird at me and stuff. And I was like, I'm just trying to save your life. And then a, a baby moose, uh, that's when I realized, so the baby moose showed itself and he was between the mom and the baby at that point, And I just oh. lost oh. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm literally going to watch someone die. Um, yeah. so that was like the fun, like that was my introduction into being a park ranger really. And I was just like, I just, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm <laughs> just trying to save you. Okay. That's terrifying. So, yeah. So people, people are pretty interesting. Um, but I think that was my biggest surprise. Um, one fun thing though, that happened to me as a park ranger when I was working in Alaska, um, I was late for work more often than you would think because of the wildlife. <laughs> um, I had to walk to work from my, uh-huh. my apartment. And I, I recall like one day 
my favorite story is I walked out um, of my front door and there was a giant cow moose just standing on my porch eating the ferns. <laughs> and so I was about an hour and a half late for work that day. I just had to wait for her to finish. And I just kind of like stayed inside and watched out the window. I'm like, she's taking her sweet time. She's not going anywhere. Um, and I didn't have a cell phone that worked and I didn't have any way to call my boss, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I guess I'm not going to work today. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and too bad you couldn't have just gone back to bed and been like, well, I guess I'll just, just call I did day. contemplate maybe going out the window, like my bedroom window on the other side of the apartment, but it was too far of a drop. And I was just like, mm, well, nothing I can do. So, Respecting the wildlife, that is part of your job as a ranger. Why did you become a park ranger? What was the catalyst? So honestly, um, I was working at a hotel outside mm -hmm. of Denali National Park. And I like the the area was awesome and I made a lot of really good friends. The job itself was not that great. Mm -hmm. And it just like had never occurred to me that being a park ranger was really even an option until uh -huh. I worked there. And I was like, I made some friends with some people who worked as park rangers in Denali. Uh -huh. And I was like, why am I not doing that? <laughs> That's a way cooler job than what I'm doing at the hotel. Um, and so it was after that. So I was already like I was in college and I I didn't have any aspirations to be a park ranger necessarily. Yeah. Um, I just loved being outside and I loved the national parks and I wanted to have adventures. And so, but yeah, as soon as like my friends were like, you should work for the park service. Um, it's really fun. You get to do really cool things. Um, the park service stuff. And so um, that next season, when I was ready to look for a job, I applied for several parks and I got my first job at Grand Teton. So it was awesome. What an ugly place to start your career. Oh, oh. my gosh. It's my so. favorite park in the world. So <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. And I, I tell people like Yellowstone's great, but really just like, just you gotta go to the Tetons. Like, don't, don't forget to go spend time in the Tetons. Um, yeah. Amazing, yeah. so amazing. Um, what are what 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 are some things that we should know about national parks and visiting national parks? Maybe some things that people don't commonly commonly know, or questions that people don't ask. Um, so I was thinking about this and I think the biggest like tip that I can give for someone who's going to the national parks, mm -hmm. um, from a ranger perspective yeah, is yeah. that, um, you need to do some planning. <laughs> so even if you don't like to plan, um, it was funny because as a park ranger, you get asked a lot of the same questions over and over and you kind of come up with your own wrote answers or I would say like a lot of us working at like the visitor center or the entrance booth or whatever would be like yeah. oh if they ask this question like just send them here or <laughs> you know yeah and so I think if you show up and it's just like like one of the questions I got a lot was people would come to the counter and be like so what is there to do here <laughs> and it's like well you know I have 10 people behind you who also want their questions answered I can't sit here and yeah. give you as good of an answer as I would like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in the case of Grand Teton, we'd be like, um, just go to Jenny Lake, you know, <laughs> yeah. part of the park. And so, yeah. so you're not getting probably the best answer from the Rangers. I want to say, you know, it was just, it's really common in all the different places I worked yeah. for us to be like, well, if they ask this, just tell them this. Uh-huh. Um, versus like, if you show up and you have questions, um, but it, you can show that you like did some research or like put in some effort, you're mm-hmm. going to get way better answers from the park rangers. For example, yeah. like if you were to come in and be like, um, we have been, we like, I'm thinking between like either this one or this one, yeah. which one would you choose? Uh, and the park ranger is going to be like, oh, oh my gosh, great. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to help you. Yeah, and that's yeah. a way more fun question for a ranger to answer. And then you'll get a much better and more personal response. That's a great, that's a great recommendation and suggestion. And I was thinking how many times um, I've gone into the park and I've been like, oh, we'll just pick up some food or we won't fill up our tank with gas or all the little things. Like sometimes we don't think about the details and how remote some of our national parks are too. Yeah. Yeah. And like rangers in general, I feel like are pretty, pretty helpful, but it does get a little bit old, like talking about the same things and helping with the same things. So yeah, if you've just, if you've done a little bit more than the average person, it's like really refreshing. (laughs) Yes, for sure. And I, so I was in the army and I feel like there's some similarities between the army and the national park service. And I think the national park service like branched out of the military at one point, isn't there some historical connection there? I don't really know. Um, Anyway, you wear a uniform, it's a federal service job. Um, I always like to see girls um, know that they can have careers in these fields that are not necessarily um, something that they've even considered. So what advice would you have for a girl that's like, oh man, it would be so neat to be a ranger? I mean, honestly, I never felt like I was at a disadvantage. Uh Um, A lot of my supervisors were women who had been with the park service forever. Uh Um, When I worked at Grand Teton, the superintendent, and that's the person who's in charge of the whole park, um, Uh she was a woman. And so I think it was just like really cool to be there and to feel like I, you know, I had a place Mm -hmm. and I could be my outdoorsy self uh, and do all the things and, and still and still have a place there. So I just think it's really cool. There's so many different types of park rangers Uh that, you know, you don't even have to be super outdoorsy to work for the park service either. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, as a, as a woman trying to be a park ranger, like, I just, I feel like it's the, the best of everything. (laughs) You get to do it all. The glass ceiling has yeah. already been shattered because so I mean, come yeah, ahead. I didn't, I didn't so have cool. a problem with that. I, I was surrounded by really wonderful women mentors who had, who had worked in the park service forever. So, I think it's it's more common maybe than it than it seems um, yes. to to be a woman in the park service. That gives me a lot of hope. That's very yeah. encouraging. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit. You you got. You're you're not a, a ranger anymore. 
you're doing the mom thing and you're also have a small business helping people get outside and explore the parks. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, when I decided to stay home with my kids, I started Dirt in My Shoes, which is a website that helps people plan trips to the national parks. Um, Mostly kind of like what I mentioned before, where it's just like a lot of people show up without a plan or without knowing knowing what they want to do. And as a park ranger answering all those questions and stuff, I just like, I just, I felt bad for a lot of people that Mm -hmm. their vacation just wasn't what it could be. Uh, you know, you can tell it's just like, man, if you would have just, you know, put in a little bit more effort, you could have done this, 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 and this. And instead you just have time for this type mm, of thing. Yeah. So I love trip planning. I am like a major type A, um, lists everywhere. Like I just, that's my jam. And so it was really fun to be able to take my experience as a park ranger and see where the gaps were in people's trip planning and then come in with my own spin on it, I guess. What I love about this, Ash, is that you, as a park ranger, you help people. You help people every day uh, from a safety perspective, but also just from a, you know, here's how to see our, our park or our monument. You took that helpful, generous spirit that you have and now you continue to help people in a different way while utilizing all the knowledge and experience that you had as a ranger. So thank you for thank you for giving back and um, providing that opportunity for people to work with you and and know that when they work with you and they plan a trip, it's going to be amazing. Oh, thanks. It's it's a little bit selfish only because I feel like the more people who have a better experience in the national parks will care more about the national parks. And so it's really fun for me to be able to, you know, squeak in there and just help them have a better time mm-hmm. at Yellowstone so that next, you know, if if um, the park needs funding or it needs uh, volunteers or anything like that, or even nothing like that, just if you're there and you see a piece of trash and you think, I really love this place and I don't want to see trash on the ground, like all of that, comes together and makes a big difference for the parks. And so in my mind, it's just, if people learn to love them the way I do, then they'll want to take care of them the way they need to be taken care of. Yeah. That's not selfish at all. That's doing it. (laughs) And I believe, I believe strongly that we protect what we love. Mm -hmm. We can't know what we love if we don't experience it. So the more people who can experience it and fall in love with it. I mean, how can you, how can you visit the Tetons and not fall in love with the Tetons? How can you go to Moab and Arches and not fall in love with Southern Utah? Like how you just, there's this love affair that happens in the national parks. It does because it makes you feel a part of something that is bigger than you. That's one of my favorite things about being in the parks is when you stand there and you're, you know, standing out there looking at the mountains or whatever. And it's just like, I'm just a small dot <laughs> in this yeah. great expanse, you know, but it's empowering at the same time to know that there's all these beautiful places to get out and explore and adventure. And nature, I feel like just brings out the best parts of like life skills, <laughs> too you know like you have to you learn so much when you put yourself in those situations too and so I just 
I love it. And I just want everyone to feel that way. And you, you talked about learning and you're a mom. Why, why is it important for you? You go on a ton of adventures with your family. Why is it important for you to make sure that your children are experiencing the national parks at such a young age? I mean, I think it's exactly that. It's like when we're out adventuring around or we're hiking, you know, my kids start complaining and it's like, you know what, you've got to work for hard, you know, you've got to work for things that you want. Um, Hiking, I just feel like is such a good parallel to life in so many ways. And so we make our kids hike and, and they love it for the most part, but it's just like, yeah, you got to put in the work to get the view, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, um, so I just, I love that we can be out doing really fun things together and have it still be life lesson learning without it being so preachy. And, you know, it's just like we, we get to teach them by doing all these fun things. So they learn the value of hard work. They learn the value of taking care of other things and being responsible and being kind to other people and meeting people from all over the world and getting to know, you know, how different people look and act and and stuff like that. I just feel like you get it all when you're in the parks. And they're also creating these amazing memories with their parents that a lot of kids don't get to have those experiences. Um, and I forget the statistic. What is it like most Americans live like within an hour of a national park or monument? Isn't there, you might know. I don't know the exact, but yeah, I mean, cause they just made, they just made three more national trails. I mean, there's 428 national park sites right now. So that statistic sounds right to me. I think you could go almost anywhere. That's amazing. So we have treasures right here. Yeah. On an easy weekend for all of us, that if we just did a little, a little planning, a little research, and got a little prepared, we could we could discover all yeah. these amazing places right here in our own country that have been set aside specifically for this purpose. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that you can you can take your family out in these places and have a really meaningful experiences together. Mm-hmm. And that's been one of the funnest things about running dirt in my shoes and hearing people's experiences in the park is a lot of parents come back to me and say, like, my teenagers, oh, my gosh, they loved that hike that you recommended. Like, it was their yeah. favorite thing. And they talked to us in the car, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, that's what it's all about, right, is making yeah. those memories with people that mean the most to you. And so it's just, it's really cool to add in the extra oomph, I guess, of like being in a national park while you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Extra oomph. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> so Ash, you're going to be presenting at our upcoming summit. Thank you so much. We're really excited for your presentation. Can you give us a little sneak peek about, uh, and tell us what you're going to be talking about? Yeah, I'm totally going to nerd out on the trip planning. So. Good. So um, I'm going to talk about the five steps that I use to plan all of my national park trips. Um, Just the process that I go through to make sure that I'm picking the right park at the right time and staying at the right place and and all of that just like really nitty gritty fun trip planning. Oh, that's going to be so good. I can't wait. I'm trying to figure out what national park is next on my list. Oh, what's on the short list? 
Well, Denali, I, I haven't been there. So, I mean, I think that needs to happen, right? It does. Wait until um, they're fixing the road right now. Oh. <laughs> so you, can't even, yeah, you can't even see the mountain from where the, like, the road closures are. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta wait. They start, they're saying like 2026. Oh, okay. Um, I got time. Yeah. You've got time to plan that one for yeah. sure. <laughs> I also haven't been to Yosemite just because California, yeah. there's so many people and so much traffic and it's so crowded and blah, 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 blah. So, but I feel like I need to go there. That's calling my name. Yeah. We we joke about like when you're driving around Yosemite Valley, it feels like Mario Kart. We're <laughs> like, oh on one lane roads and you have, you know, or one way roads, two yeah. lanes. And so you're looking at the person next to you, just like, they're going to steal my parking spot. I got to, I got to speed up. I got to go faster. <laughs> so it's pretty funny, but going to Yosemite, like even despite the crowds and stuff, it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. Yeah, There's nothing like it. It's like it's better than all the pictures. <laughs> so don't say that. I'm gonna have to go there. So pretty, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll add it to the list. You know. <laughs> um, cool, Ash. Where can we find you and Dirt in My Shoes? Where can we find you to help us plan our next adventure in the national parks? Yeah, so you can just go to dirtinmyshoes.com. I've got a ton of articles there, um, but I also am on YouTube at Dirt in My Shoes if you would like more of like me talking you through the trip planning process. Um, I go really heavy and like nerdy on the YouTube channel with that. Um, if you're not looking for like really heavy trip planning and you just want to hear about like what we like to do in the parks or where mm-hmm. we like to eat and stuff like that, then uh, we have a podcast. It's called Exploring the National Parks with Dirt in My Shoes. Um, and that's a lot more like lighthearted and fun, conversational. It's with um, my husband and we just talk about all our favorite trips. That's so fun. Yeah. And you work with your husband. I know. We've been doing it for a while and we're still married. So, <laughs> so it's working. That's awesome. <laughs> I still have a lot of national parks to visit. And that's cool. That gives me something to look forward to. And I had so much fun talking with Ash about planning national park adventures. And if you want to learn more about her, if you want to learn more about our summit, if you want to learn more about what she's going to be presenting at our summit, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. And there you can find all the information about how to attend this amazing virtual conference that we are hosting in May. So thanks so much. I'll catch you next time.